If you'll go with me to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Brother, you can take that down, leave it up, whatever's best for you. If you'll stand if you're able, I understand if you're not. Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 15. It says, So much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for your love and kindness. Lord, I pray as we come to you this morning, Lord, I pray you'd read our hearts and minds of the cares of this world. And God, I pray, Lord, no one's come to hear the missionary, nobody's come to hear a certain song sung, but Lord, that we've come to worship you in spirit and truth. God, I pray you'd speak to my heart, speak to all those in attendance, and Lord, we'll be careful to thank you and praise you for it. In your precious name we pray, amen. Thank you, you may be seated. Paul's writing to the church of Rome, and we know that he eventually does get there, um, just probably not the way he planned. Um, he ends up in shackles and, and in prison and all those things. But you've got to appreciate uh, Brother Paul's willingness to go. But he says here a couple key things, and I'm going to try to point them out. He says, so much is... In me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel. Jump down to verse 16. The middle part of the verse says, For it is the power of God unto salvation. Paul is saying here that he is ready to preach, but Paul, why would you want to preach? He says, For it is the power of God unto salvation. What that tells me is that if the gospel is properly being preached, somewhere, sometime, someone should be getting saved. That doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be revival next week. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, that the altars are going to be full. But if we're truly preaching the gospel as we should, then people should be getting saved. Salvation should be taking place. But Paul, and this is where I really want to focus at, also mentions something here in verse 16. He says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I wonder this morning, are you ashamed of the gospel? Are you ashamed of the gospel? John chapter 21 going to a very familiar portion of Scripture. Most of you probably won't even need to look at, look at it, but you know this story. But the Lord is talking to Peter here, and he asks him a very important question. And really, it's a question that we all need to ask. Ask ourselves, and obviously, hopefully agree that yes, we do. John 21, and beginning in verse 15, it says, So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, 
Thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he had said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. We see here the question, and we often sum it up in, the, in a song that says, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And it's, it's essentially asked here three different times. Now, I don't got time to go through all the semantics, but we understand that each time the Lord is really trying to get a, an answer out of Peter that is not just uh, repetitive. It's not just something that he says, but really within his heart does he really love the Lord. But I want to I want to kind of, uh, I don't want to, take the Bible out of context and I don't believe in doing that but the thing is is he what what is the real question here I don't doubt for one second that whether or not the Lord knew Peter loved him I don't doubt that for one second but what the real question may be here is Peter are you ashamed of me Peter are you ashamed of me Peter do you do you love me or is it here, here in verse 15, he says, Lovest thou me more than these? What is that these? Now, there's a lot of debate about that, questions about it. it re- at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter, but some would say it, would, some would say it was his daily, uh, rich, daily routine, his daily, maybe it was his work, maybe it was his friends, whatever the case might have been, Peter, do you, do you love me more than just your everyday, mundane, routine thing? Do you love me more than that? Now, I would say most of us that are sitting in church today, most of us would say that I love the Lord more than I do my work. I, you know, it, for some of you, you're like, man, when can I quit? But uh, others are... Well, uh, really, the question here is, Peter, do you, is, it, is it just a saying to you? If I say God is good, you would say, I could come back a couple weeks later and I could say the same thing. Guess what? You're going to say the same thing. I think some, some Christians, I don't even want to call them Christians because if you love the Lord, then you, then you are a Christian, but if, you, if it's just a, a mundane thing for you, it's a carnal thing of saying, then, then you might not be, a, I'm not saying you're not saved, but you might be living a carnal lifestyle. But Peter, Peter is it just, a, a, just something you say? Is it just something you, you maybe talk about? Uh, Maybe when you go to work, you don't say certain words, you don't do this and you don't do that and all those kind of things, whatever you want to put in there. But I wonder, Peter, is it just 
a head knowledge for you, Peter? Is it just something that's there? You know, we live in a day where everybody's just glad being saved and they're not, they're not worried about anything else. Verse 16, he saith unto him, I'm going to go through this quickly. He saith unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Uh, he saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And I would say most of the people in our church today have probably gotten part, past that more than these thought. We, I mean, we're, after all, we're in church. We're, we might be reading our Bible. We might be teaching the Sunday school lesson or whatever it might be. But I would say most of us are probably past that first point. But I wonder if for you this morning, is it just a, a head knowledge? Oh, I got to go to church. I got to read my Bible. I got to go pray. I got to do this. I got to do that. Is it, is it just a routine for you? Is it just something that's, uh, that is nice to talk about, I guess you would say? Or really, has it, has it really pricked your heart that you love the Lord and you're not ashamed to say it? I'm going to park right here for just a minute. What if I told you, and this is, again, this is painting with a very broad spread, broad brush, broad spectrum, whatever you want to call it, but 54, or excuse me, 74% of the people that are sitting in our churches today, whether it's Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever, whoever may say that they have some sort of evangelistic outreach, 74% of the people that are set, set in our churches today have led one or zero people to Christ. You know what that tells me? And you can doubt it, you can question it all you want, but that just tells me that we are ashamed of the gospel. We got, we've got this us for and no more mentality that well, I'm, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, my family's saved, they're going to heaven, that's good enough for me. You ask why the church is not filled, well, you can't expect all the uh, heathens and all those that are we're living, you, you just, that's just not going to happen. But I'd say to you that we're not doing an adequate job of getting the gospel out if that, if that statistic be true. I'd say to this hey, that we are ashamed of the gospel, but this is, and I'll get to it here in just a minute, but here in verse uh, 17, Peter is asked again, saith unto him, uh, unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? Uh, that word grieve there is the best way I can associate it is somebody has anybody ever dealt with grief? You, whether it was a, a somebody dying or somebody diagnosed with cancer or maybe uh, you lost the job that was uh, essentially 
keeping you going, whatever it might be. This word grieved has the idea that with every fiber of your being, Peter, do you love me? Bible says, with all thy heart, mind, and soul, would you say this morning that's your testimony? Adrian Rogers said it this way. He said that you're either a soul winner or you're backsliding. That's a bit convicting to me. Because if the Lord has truly done something in your heart, there's no way that you can sit in the, in the pew from week to week and no way you can go to Walmart or the grocery store or whatever it might be. There's no way that you, you can consciously go without telling at least one person the gospel and what the Lord has done for you. I'm going to close up real quick, but by way of question and application, really. And this is, this is not, is the church ashamed? This is not, is uh, the pastor ashamed? But you personally, this is a personal evaluation. This morning, I ask you three things. Number one, when is the last time you gave out a gospel tract? That's very, that's, we would say that's very elementary, but when is the last time you gave out a gospel tract? Secondly, when is the last time you witnessed to somebody? You might not have got, got to lead them to the Lord. You might have... You might not even be able to go through the gospel entirely before they slam the door in your face or whatever it might have been. But when is the last time you had the opportunity to give the gospel and you did so? And three, and this was the, this was the tough one. When was the last time you led somebody to Christ? I was in a meeting... It's been a while now, but there was an older gentleman preaching. There was just a series of preachers preaching, and I, I remember his for this reason. I figured the, the preacher that was preaching was in 60s, maybe even 70s. I don't know for sure, but he went to his father one day and talked to him and had a conversation and said, you know, you know, Dad, you, you've lived for the Lord all your life. You've done this and you've done that and went list, list of things and all that. He asked his father, the older man there, he said, well, Dad, how many have you led to the Lord? How many have you led to the Lord? And you, you expect a big number and all those things being, you know, 60, 70. You figure he's probably at least 80. Figure it'd be a big number. The older man bowed his head and he said, Well, son, it was just you. Imagine that, living your whole saved life. I don't want to call it a Christian life because you're if you're living a Christian life, you'd be witnessing. 
and seeing people get saved. Living your whole saved life and never leading someone else to Christ or only leading one person to Christ. You say this is very hard preaching, this is strong preaching. Well, brother, you understand it's just as good as anybody. The Lord dealt with it, dealt me with me on this way before it was ever preached. You see, I grew up, I was saved at a young age, went went to church every time I possibly could. Everybody at school knew I was a Christian, knew it would do you no good to invite me to the parties, and I was invited. Uh, it would do you no good to offer me the drugs or, or whatever the case might have been. But I can't remember one time until my college years where I actually led somebody to Christ. The truth is, is that at that time, I was ashamed of the gospel. I knew I was saved, knew I was called to missions, all those things. And though I might have been answering on some things, the very thing that the Lord has called all of us to is the one I was failing on, the ministry of reconciliation. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're called to minister to others and draw men and women to Christ. I wonder this morning, are you ashamed of the gospel, brother, if you'll come?